Here we go. So we continue with uh, uh, what we did yesterday. And today we talk about Itpatchut Midat, Vitpatchut Shalomidat, meaning evolution that happened because we choose to, and evolution that happened not because we wish for that to happen. Now we don't talk about physical evolution, we talk about spiritual evolution. And that's what Rabash like right. But then that you should know. Not believe, no. There is two forces that pushing us, forcing us in a way, to climb on this ladder of transformation, ladder of becoming a better person. Until we reach our full potential or the head of the ladder in the touch heaven, like what it says about Sulam Yaakov. What's the purpose? that we want to get to our full potential, because that's what the Creator created us for. That's the reason we are here. We are here for that specific reason. The difference between those two forces, one of those forces push us forward, but without free will. And this is forcing us from behind. <coughs> We call it way of suffering. Meaning, a person is going through so much pain that he must change. Or, or it can be by a change of behavior. So the, the, the concept called ethics, what we call ethics uh, by philosopher, come the idea of... Um, uh, how do we need to behave? Because there hurts. There has a meaning Jewish morality. Now, not every morality is a spiritual morality. Because to make it a spiritual morality, we have to connect it somehow to the divine. I mean, said like a rationalist, and we talk about the culture of egoism. And in that ethics, it's based on what the uh, egoism uh, 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 damage uh, uh, people. And that's why we want to change. So, the reason we want to change based on what the damage that caused by ego, egoism is not because we choose to, it's because we've been forced to. So because we saw how much damage we caused by our selfish behavior, let's say if our father misbehaved with his kids or mother misbehaved with their children, okay, we learn that now it's egoism and we have to change. We cannot make it all about ourselves. We have to make it about the other person. So that's one force. The second force is forcing us or pushing us uh, with the free will that force is pulling us from our front. This way is Torah or Mitzvot. So it's not Derecheretz, it's not based on ethics, it's not based on suffering, it's based on Torah and Mitzvot, to, to observe the Torah, study the Torah, make sure I'm making the Torah, meaning I'm not just reading about section and I'm not following it, same thing with Mitzvot. 
כי על ידי עסק המצוות והעבודה לעשות נחת רוח ליוצרנו, נמצא ומתפתח לנו במהירות נפלאה אותו חוש של הרכנת הרע. There is a magic that when we study Torah in the right direction, or doing the mitzvot in the right direction, meaning not because I need to get some type of benefit from it, the other way around, because that I want to change myself, and how do I change myself? I don't make that spiritual work about me. <coughs> we find out a lot of time people who worship spiritual, whatever, they end up being proud that they are spiritual. And that's not spiritual. Spirituality is about transformation of my behavior, of myself, while I'm connecting to the Torah and mitzvot. So how do I do it? When I study Torah, I'm not looking for the benefit. I'm looking to, meaning I'm looking to, I know how much pleasure is a created, uh, give to the Creator. So I'm, I'm, I'm observing first the pleasure that the Creator want to give me. That's meaning receiving for the sake of sharing with the Creator. And I'm also giving to the Creator all my sacrifice of time and Torah that I'm doing because I don't want the benefit for myself. Through that, I'm achieving a true change, a true transformation in my life. So that's the, uh, uh, the two way, okay? And we, we benefit two times with that. We are not looking for the test of life or the suffering or pain or humiliation to force us from behind to change because the reason they force us to change and pain and suffering is to make ourselves better because by, when a person studies Torah and doing the mitzvot like a religious or spiritual person then through that the person is being awake to see what is wrong with my egoism when you do the Torah mitzvot religiously, spiritually then you don't have to go through that pain. So what happened? When you study Torah, when you do the mitzvot, you recognize how much ego you have. And you're kind of happy about it because you found a way out to clean it. If your goal is not to clean your ego, then you always want to be right. You always want to be right then even if you study Torah and mitzvot and all this, it will not help you. And that's why you're going to study Torah and still suffer. Still suffer. When are you going to stop suffer? If you understand that the whole purpose of spirituality and Torah and mitzvot is to reduce or remove your ego. And if that's your goal in life, to reduce and remove the ego from the Torah and mitzvot, then it will do their job. And once they do their job, then you will have the ability to be kind, to be no ego. So you not look for recognition to people to love you, recognize you, or something you're going to benefit from people, it will happen automatically that you will start to see what people are missing and chase how you can be good to them. So if you're waiting for people to love you and care about you, you're still busy with the ego. So for that reason, when you're busy with, um, when people are going to give me a compliment, when people are going to love me, when people are going to do this to me, you're busy with that, you're missing the whole point of what the Torah wants to do for you. Then 
So what happened? When you start thinking like the Creator, you have an affinity. When you have an affinity with the Creator, you have all the pleasure that the Creator want to give you with you. So you start to enjoy your life. When you start to enjoy your life, it's fun to give to others. So sometimes you see people who are giving, the, the ethics. The ethics are correct. It's not enough. Ethics is wonderful, but it's not connected to Hashem Ibarak. It's not connected to Torah and Mitzvah. And that's how people with ethics are full of ego. You know, when they behave right. Oh my God, I do to my kids this. I do to my husband this. I, do, I make the best party, the best thing. I bought him the best shoes, the best shirt, the best socks, the best, the best dinner, the best breakfast. So what? What is this to do with the removal of your egoism? Nothing? Then you're going to suffer. <laughs> you're going to suffer. It doesn't matter how good you are. You, you, you're going to suffer. Because you choose the path of not Torah mitzvot. But you take a book of Torah. Or you take a mitzvah. Let's say Netilat Yadayim. Washing your hand. And you are saying that through this mitzvah or through this reading of the Torah, I want to... Lazot Nachat Ruch Leobori. I want to create a vessel for the Creator so where He can put the light of Noam the Oneg, because Hashem can use the Torah mitzvah that you're doing to give you all the pleasure. So, the point is, if you are still busy with yourself, after you do that, even if Hashem gives you all the pleasure, you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. So, for that reason, I, when I meet people who bother by people blaming them for things they did, for things they didn't do, I always tell them, why do you care if they blame you if they're not? Do you believe God sent those people? They don't. And because they don't, they will have to continue to suffer. Until they understand they need that in this second of their life. They actually need that moment. But because they didn't do enough Torah, they didn't do enough mitzvot, or the quality of Torah mitzvot is not right, they're not going to be able to understand that the Creator ruling everything. And if the Creator ruling everything, that's what it needs to be. No question. So what I need to do, to study more Torah, I need to do more mitzvot. The second benefit, and the other good news is, we're not wasting time. I know people that 25 years, they are the same people. 25 years ago, they were exactly the same. With the ego, with the need to be right, with I don't want to share, or I will share when people are watching me. The same. 25 years, the same, the same, the same. And when you look at them, you ask them, are you happy? They tell you, of course, I'm happy. I'm so happy. They're not. But in their eyes, they are. Because that's what they meant to achieve in that moment. Because they think to themselves, hey, if I'm refusing myself, enjoy myself, that's when I'm thinking about others. You know, if you stop thinking about how much you're going to enjoy, it doesn't make you yet make sure others enjoy. No, you want to do it the other way around, then it's okay. Go and make other people happy and don't be busy if you are enjoy or not. That has to do with God, if God want to give you joy about it or not. But when you reduce, let's say there is eight slices of pizza and you said, I'm not going to eat even one slice because I want everybody else to benefit. It's, it's polite, it's ethics, it's nice. But if you go around and make sure everybody else enjoy it, not thinking about that you stop eating the slice, because if you're busy with you getting the slice, it's your ego. It's a reverse ego. It's the same type of ego. Some ego is like bulging out. Some ego is 
look good. But the second thing that look good is more dangerous. Gotta work on that, okay?